Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Ethan Schultz. I'm your host of the True You Podcast. Here at True You, we have conversations with people living their best lives in hopes that you will gain value. Enjoy. We are back for the 64th episode of the True You Podcast. And uh, today we have Mr. Jared Deal on with us. Jared is 36 years old and lives in Laverne, California. He's a regular patient at Tri-City Mental Health Services and gives back to the community by sharing his testimony and struggles with mental illness. Jared also works with the National Alliance of Mental Illness, sharing his story with In Our Own Voice and Ending the Silence. Um, He also hosts his own podcast called Louder Now. Jared also likes to write poetry, play hockey, run, watch movies, and make videos related to helping people with their own mental health. He also loves his church in downtown Pomona, and he regularly serves there as well. Mr. Jared, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, just another, another beautiful day in Southern California. I have nothing to complain about. I know, so, man. We're really spoiled here. It's like hot. We outside. are. Yeah, we are. We got the high gas prices, but we'll keep it yeah. positive today. We've got so. a lot of uh, a lot of cold weather listeners, so um, you know, yeah. not to bash you guys too much, but right on. Um, but yeah, uh, it's exciting to have you on. I know we got a chance to to do a little coaching, a little meeting. Yeah. Like you were, I experienced. You, I got to meet you through Gap Community, and yeah. Um, I love your story, man. I guess for for audience context wise, can we maybe dive a little bit deeper into just you know how you got to where you are today with helping all these people and your mission with mental health, and we'll see where that takes us. Yeah, big question. Same question I ask people when they're on my podcast too, right? Um, well, I'm 36 now. Um, I originally uh, grew up in Colorado. Was most of childhood. Minnesota before that, born in Arizona. So we kind of like moved around, um, learned how to ice skate when I was five. So you're talking about cold weather, Minnesota's like cold. But then uh, we kind of got sick of that. So went to Colorado, which has a little bit, still has winter, but it's nicer there. And uh, um, grew up in church. So very, just been in church my whole life. You know, I haven't really known anything other than that. Um, Grew up kind of, Pentecostal, charismatic, however you want to say it, um, kind of non-denominational churches. Um, and yeah, I guess as far as the mental illness, I really think I've kind of struggled my whole life. But I think as a kid, um, you know, I never saw any doctors or took meds. I slept pretty good at night. Uh, I didn't have the best relationship with my dad. That's where a lot of stuff kind of came from. I think he would have benefited from getting help with like meds and stuff, but uh, he never really did. So it was kind of a really hard relationship. My parents divorced later, like when my sister and I were both like adults. Um, My mom was like the opposite. She was like the best mom you could ask for, really supportive. So I didn't have any symptoms until really I went away and I ended up doing something really extreme. I went to this place called the House of Prayer in Kansas City. Some people might know the International House of Prayer, not to be confused with International House of Pancakes, but they do have the same acronym. <laughs> hey, 
like you say prayer, prayer and pancakes exactly the name, name of this episode. so anyway there. long story short um you know it's this really really unique place a lot of young people go i went right after high school is 18 and i chose to do kind of the all night schedule like like praying from like midnight to 6 a.m because it's this um 24 hour prayer room and um you know so not really a church more of kind of just a place where people come and then they so anyway i stayed up and then i did their school and i i think doing that schedule really i mean after a few years it just triggered something in me in a bad way and so i kind of had like a bipolar episode where i didn't sleep for like a month and um and then i came home california was like where my family ended up moving to so i came home to like be with them and that's what started this whole thing and that was 2007 so that was a while ago it was like 15 years ago um long story short yeah i snapped out of it which can happen to people sometimes it's like it feels like a fluke or something like you you get on meds and you get off and you're okay but for me it, it just it happened again like a year later so the second time around was a little bit more accepting of like maybe i have a problem um got on kind of a lot of medication for about three or four years. And then I got off of all those meds because it was too much, but I didn't really like fully, you know, understand like what to do. Like getting off on your own is like never a good idea, right? You'll never hear somebody tell you to just do that. So that was a huge mistake. And then I had a really, really bad episode. Now, 10 years ago, it was like the end of 2012 and i was really suicidal and i had experienced suicidal thoughts in those previous times but this time it was just very like overwhelming and loud and i went to the hospital for the first time i'd never been in like a psych hospital before so that was a whole new level of like rock bottom or whatever you want to call it like that's a whole experience in and of itself to be hospitalized um, so a couple times in Kansas City, and then I moved home for sure in that time to California. And I really didn't have a lot of friends here because I had all these really close relationships in Kansas City. But I really just kind of had my family. My mom, my, my older sister was uh, working at Biola at the time. So she was there and they just had like their first kid. So um, it was a really, really hard time. I ended up going to Rick Warren's church to get help. He um, also had a son who died by suicide at the same time. Um, and he has a lot of uh, mental health support groups at his church. So I was doing that. And yeah, man, I had a couple of just times of trying to commit suicide, basically. And I had never experienced that before. Um, so anyway, kind of giving you the bullet points, I guess it was yeah. just yeah. Really. And I can I can go into that deeper if you want. It's kind of hard to explain sometimes. It's like I think if you've had an episode, you understand when you're you feel like you're not in control of your thoughts and yourself. And a lot of times those are the, there's different levels of even suicidal thoughts mm -hmm. where it's like I was really, really just, you know, and then I had the spiritual influence too. you know, I was thinking about life after death and eternity and um am i gonna go to hell right am i gonna go to heaven nobody really knows it's 
bad yeah. theology if you say hell. It's also bad theology if you say heaven. I mean, I was super confused, right? And I was already kind of in hell. So it's like, wow, this is making it worse that I'm worried about, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that was another thing. But um, yeah. And and it's, I mean, it's amazing seeing where you've come from, you know, and how you've grown into being such an influence for people that are going through that, you know, and mm-hmm. that's why, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have you on because I know that this is a big issue for like society, the world, especially as we get further advanced and, and all of this technology and, and also just with what's going on in the world, it's stressful. And, um, right. It's yeah, there's, there's a lot of listeners and, or just people that, that could use people like you that can be a rock or can be a messenger or like somebody that's there to serve them. And I'm wondering like now in this era coming from all that, like, being this guy now with your podcast, with going into these organizations and mm-hmm. speaking on this stuff, like what, 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 and all like, like in this new form of Jared and, and your, your influence in them, like, how do you, um, like, how do you speak to these people or what, what are like some of the messages that you give people that are going through those tough times? Yeah. Good question. Um, I will say just to finish real quick, the part that's like the big story I did try to overdose at the end of this time. I know I had said mm-hmm. I had a couple of attempts. I ended up in a coma. It was really intense. I should have died. I mean, I took like a hundred pills probably. And a lot of people prayed for me. Anyway, that's how I ended up in Pomona because of this four square church called New Life. And they prayed for me. And I, I came out of the coma like the day that people prayed. I mean, it was one of those like intercession kind of, you know, things you see in scripture where you know, Moses and God and Israel kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, I, I that really put me on a journey of really, really needing to get a lot of help after that. And that was crazy to say 10 years ago. And I've had bumps since then. Um, but to answer your question, good question. I think I'm still sometimes figuring out, like, what's the best way I can help people and even when I'm talking about my story. Yeah. Um, and I think the, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things. I mean, first of all, I'm a man, right? I mean, you're a man too. <laughs> and I've noticed that a lot of people in this space of, of podcasting and speaking are women. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I, I love women. I've had tons of women on my podcast. I, I think it's probably easier for women to talk about hard stuff just naturally right i think we know that um but then it's also like not an excuse for us to 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 avoid it and i've seen a lot of men in this space too but i'm really curious with wanting to really talk to men i think more than anybody um Mm -hmm. not really a specific age group i guess i mean i'm getting older i don't know mid 30s so you know i've gotten the opportunity to speak to lots of students but now it's feeling like I'm a little bit disconnected from that because I'm like, you know, getting older. (laughs) So, but yeah, I think just like, what do we do as men? I think there's a lot of expectations on men to be strong, you know, to be leaders, to provide. Um, And I think all those things are really good, but there, there is, there is also a lot of walls that I think we can put up as men, especially if we, we're experiencing depression or 
you know, instability, anxiety, wanting to take med, you know, needing meds, maybe not needing it, going through anything that's kind of like, um, you know, makes you not feel strong, right? Um, but then you see men cry and you see people say, well, a real man is vulnerable. And I do think that that people are coming more around to that now, I think, because so many people are struggling. So okay. I'm, I do have a, a passion to try to, I guess, reach that group because I'm a man myself, right? It makes yeah. kind of sense, you know? What do you say to these guys or like, how do you invite? Cause I know I, I, I hear right. you and I, I agree. I think a lot of these and like male, uh, well, males especially are closed off to the idea of being vulnerable and having a conversation about their feelings and what's going through their head. So, um, you know, how do, is, is there like anything that you do or you use to get in there or invite them into seeing something new? Yeah. Well, I do think, I'm influenced a lot by my own experience. And I think that's pretty normal for all of us, right? We, we, t we tend to just lean towards what we know. So I, I didn't have the best relationship with my dad. So I do think some of the message is fathering, right? And I don't have kids myself. I have nephews and I'd love to have kids someday. That'd be great. But yeah, I feel like my dad, um, you know, not to bring up awaken training or anything, but that came up in yeah. those yeah. four days. That was like the main thing, man. And I'm kind of, I just, you know, had a lot of blame towards my dad. Like, oh, my dad gave me this bipolar, you know, he's, he's not abusive now, but man, the damage was really done in the time where the most damage can be done, right? When you're a kid. And so I've had to really, really wrestle with that. And I've talked mm -hmm. about it on my podcast a lot. And um, and then sometimes I'm just like, you know, why can't we just move on from this, right? And so I do think there's a lot of, you know, maybe we use the word like toxic masculinity too much. and Narcissism, that's a big thing, right? But I do think a lot of the uh, maybe lack of healing in men, I do think it comes down to how we were raised and we do have kind of statistically a lot of just fatherlessness and that's been true for a long maybe the whole time you and i have been alive you know and i do think god um you know even in scripture right we see god as really as a father um and a lot of times we're not really connected to that because we we see jesus more as like the son you know so anyway, it's 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 maybe hard to articulate because I'm still kind of on the healing journey myself where I forced myself to kind of try to talk about this stuff to figure it out. And then sometimes I'm like, you know, get really angry and upset, and, you know, think like like but but that was the thing in the training. I know people don't really have context for what I'm talking about, but the idea of just all of us can hold on to things. And I think our parents and siblings and stuff that that's an easy target to kind of go back to all that stuff. Like, Oh, well, if I was healthy, I would have avoided all this pain and suffering, you know, or whatever. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's, I think it's just trying to figure out like masculinity and what, what is, what does God say about all of this stuff and what's, what, what does it really mean to be, to be in yeah. trust with power, you know, because there's so much corruption. Most of the leaders in 
the the universe are men not to take away from women but that's just kind of the way it is it's like mm. mostly men are running the world <laughs> and um i think that's changing and i think that's a good thing so i want to be careful what i say because i don't want to piss off some some lady out there but there's also a lot of corruption in that too and a lot of brokenness and it's yeah. being passed down i think you know yeah i'm hearing like there's uh, maybe some guidance to like higher power or like you're not alone in this right. like like yeah. like if we're looking at men or or i mean any anyone for that matter but especially like we're speaking to men right now is like there's a um a uh, way of like inviting them into like you're not alone <laughs> yeah you know, for you're, sure. you're not you don't have to, to carry the weight of um the burden of like life and responsibility all on your shoulders whether that's them letting go to a higher power i know like that i'm you know i believe in god and and not everyone has to if you want to believe in source or universe or you don't right. have to believe in anything but just knowing that there's something besides you or beside just you in that space is very i think comforting at least for me to be able to surrender to um and, and yeah, I was just curious if there is any other way that you go in and, and uh, approach people or if that shows up in your your spaces like, um, you know, of, of speaking or if like you're ever connecting with somebody or like seeing somebody going through something. Um, yeah, if there's a, a, an opening them up. Um, yeah. Well, part of it is, yeah, good question. It's making me think like, shoot, go back and listen to this and be like, Wait, I got a better answer. Well, let's do this again in a month. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'll go withdraw into the wilderness and get some ideas and then come back. Um, no, but this stuff's been on my mind for a while, so I appreciate the going deeper into it. Um, I think that part of it is just the vulnerability kind of, you know, begets the vulnerability in another person. So you do got to take that chance right away. And I think a lot of times in the settings that I'm in with speaking, um, a lot of people are probably closed off and they haven't really heard too many people be, uh, yeah. they haven't seen people be healthy with mm -hmm. the diagnosis. They've only seen probably like destruction, right? They've seen, mm -hmm. oh, this, you know, this ruined my kid's life. And how, so when people see that we're healthy and we're kind of talking about these things, there is a curiosity to like, oh, how are you so sane? And then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm not really trying very hard. I'm just kind of telling you what I went through. So yeah. I think there's an invitation there to go deeper with people. Um, and it does start by just, you know, sharing, sharing the struggle, but yeah. then also digging deep inside of like, like you're saying, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a Christian podcast. Yeah. I don't. Well, and, and that makes you, about, right. And that makes you human. Um, I feel like to them too, if like you can share your struggles, like people understand right. you. And I think that that's a big piece of, of it. And I, I know for sure. And like coaching, I, I can't speak for your world or other worlds, but I think that right. like for people to be able to know that you're uh, a human yourself and that you can understand their pain and feel them. And then they like invite people, like you can't get anywhere with anyone until they're, they're open to an invitation, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, it's also the, yeah, the, oh, sorry, keep going. Oh, no, no, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to say there, you know, and I did learn this in Awaken. I know I keep, I see your face, so I keep thinking of Awaken. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. But I think just especially a part of our culture in America, um, not not that I'm sure people are listening from all over. That'd be That's cool, you know. But it is a part of we don't, um, and even with church and maybe certain theological things that are wrong, we don't like suffering, right? We don't like pain and discomfort. And that's really the only way. I mean, there there is a difference, right? It's like, man, if you're suffering because you're unwilling to get help um, and you're not being honest with yourself, then that seems to be like a, a suffering that you can relieve that suffering by getting help and like getting healing. But then there's just, there can be pain and suffering even if you're doing things the right way, you know, and you're, there's just still resistance to that's just part of being alive. And I think we do have a lot of things that we can use, um, like drugs and substances, uh, entertainment. Like we have so much uh, access to things that can, like, you know, numb the pain. And I think that that's, that's, a, that's something that stands out when I hear people's stories is they're just like, oh, I was going through so much chaos and so I coped with all of these other things. Um, so I'm curious as as to how to help people with that because I'm definitely not perfect either. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I use all these other things too. What it's comes like, up? Yeah, yeah, I get that. And like, you can you can see vices or like those uh, right. escape spaces that people use. And I think that for me, it's like, what's the vision? And like the keeping it simple with vision comes in. Like, like what will give people life? How can there be something that that will be? convicting enough where they're willing to move away from what they're doing or using in order to go towards something that can be serving. Like how can the pain of staying the same here or doing these things yeah. outweigh the pain of taking action? So yeah, um, like question. what's the, what's the action going to be going towards? So I think that, you know, a lot of people like, like people I've, I've, you know, mental health is an area that I've, I've connected to and I've lost ones and I, it, it, it's serious and it's like how do they get hope and get um that like feeling of like man i've got purpose and there's something here like that is beautiful that i can go after and like i think yeah um there's there's no right or wrong answer to that i think it's really just an exploring like the like where they are at meeting them meeting people where they're at um yeah that's a good um, yeah well uh, yeah i'm that's my thought too is like wow what's the best way to give hope because on one hand me being alive and then people hear this the suicide stuff then it's like whoa wow you survived you know and it's like and i get asked that all the time they're like well what gave you hope in that in that hard time or what you know and i've had struggles since then too and I'm a, and I'm I'm like I, I do think it's God, okay. I mean, in a very general sense, like there's these desires within that are God given, but a lot of it has been, I think, the affirmation of other people, right? Like community and being connected to like real friendships with people. Mm -hmm. I think that is where a lot of purpose uh, lives, because in my observation. Um, there was like this famous book called um, Bowling Alone. I think it's like Robert Putnam and 
the guy who started Facebook, he said that he used this book as his like primary book of influence for creating Facebook. It was all about how basically we're really lonely and disconnected and, you know, less people bowl than they did, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> I think it's kind of an older book now, but it's like, whoa, that's really relevant. So there's, there is a big disconnect where you would think um, people are connected to each other. Um, but then we have all these suicides and all of these tragic things happening. And even um, really what triggered me starting my podcast was some suicides that happened to some pastors here locally in, in California. That's what start, me started doing the podcast because that was happening. And I'd kind of taken a break from speaking. I was traveling with my job. And this was this was like three years ago, four years ago. So man, it's just all over the place. And it's like, are people really in, you know, vulnerable, um, healthy relationships with each other? And that that's obviously a huge question. And it's kind of like, well, duh, maybe they're not, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I do, in, I mean, in times I've been in the hospital, man, I see people and I, you just ask them like, hey, do you have friends? And they go, no. And they make friends in the hospital. Mm. Like, leave, I, I've left and I have like, people's phone numbers in my like journal you know after like seven days in the hospital it's like not not to make light of the hospital but it's like going to camp you know or something you just yeah. you, what yeah. are you gonna do just pace the halls by yourself no you just yeah yeah no like that friends. that's really good it's, i like the um yeah. you can find hope in community um, yeah yeah and and, and, I think and then what like, yeah yeah uh, and the, like what comes up for me is like how do you find like that safety and trust and that um, connection in that community. Like, like I think people, you know, oftentimes people that are going through this sort of an illness are a little wary of communities and what they, what they have right. available. And it's like how, like, like guiding people to that. This is a safe space. This is a place where there's openness and there's love and there's like, and then what can you connect to in here? Like how can, what, what is, what is there, um, available for you that you can connect to that would be something that you could find energy from find hope from so i love the 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 um the interconnected like in it together um mentality and i think that people like that's 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 really what life is that's what god intended us to experience life is together and i think yeah. that um yeah, I just really like that, Jared. I think that getting people together and and having their like being being in a space where there's something that you can connect to. Um, yeah, man, it's really huge. I mean, I, I do mm -hmm. think there's probably more to it than that, but I mean, I would encourage people to try to, um, you know, sit with that feeling of like, oh, do I have? It's not about a lot of people, and I, I do think the structure of church too is that you know, you join kind of a small group, right? It's kind of hard to connect with people once a week for two hours on a Sunday, you know, when you're in like a big room and it's like thousands of people, you know, but having just some kind of community. Um, I mean, for me, I do celebrate, we call it celebrate life at our church and that's like a recovery group. And, and those are some of my closest friends in the last year has been that place, you know, and, so those are just, yeah, you get it. Like just, man, a lot of people I think are just lonely and especially with yeah. 
COVID too. You know? What what do you uh, what do you enjoy most about like now in this new season? Like for you, like what what do you got like that like what what excites Jared like the most? Like um, I see you doing the podcast, you speaking, mm-hmm. you're doing these things. Like talk to us about like what you're up to and how you feel about that, and like what yeah, what gets you going? Well. I guess if you don't mind, I mean, we did have a coaching session and, and we did spend the whole time, uh, which I haven't done a lot of being the recipient of coaching. Um, and it was really good, man. And I, I think I just am trying to kind of, I've, I've really been grateful for what I've done with NAMI, um, but I'm kind of like wanting to expand the reach of yeah. me and then it's kind of I don't know. It's weird to say that out loud. We had we had some fun talking about that. Yeah, yeah I well, really... there's there's a lot of insecurities with that because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want it to be all about me, you know. What mm-hmm. I mean? But I think that's just unavoidable if you feel like you want to talk. It's like of course it, it, it's about <clears throat> yeah. And as, you, you know? as you're growing in your influence, it it does there there is that starting with you and it being about you in order for you to grow into the person that can be there for the masses too. So yeah, it's fun exactly. for us to look at how can I be in my full authentic self and really own who I am and my abilities in order to step into giving it to the world because you got to have it to give it and. um and how can I how can I be able to get to these new spaces yeah. or these new places or these people and and be able to um, yeah get it get get it out there? And I love the podcast when you said that. I'm like, heck yeah, that's awesome. You've had a yeah, well, it, 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 yeah, it's it's. A, I mean, look, it's it's a strange world that we live in where it's like you can just create anything you want and put it out there. You know, just I mean, if you're willing to do the work, like you can do anything, man. I mean, that's and and some people feel like maybe some of their closest connections is like you know listening to books and podcasts and that's like their community you know in yeah. a lot of ways and so i think that's amazing um you know obviously we still should have relationships outside of those things um but yeah i consider it to just be a real honor to just explore these ideas and try to strive to to communicate clearly and it is kind of the kind of thing where it's like man you really don't know if you have anything to say i think in you know till you go out and try right like if someone just said hey here i'll give you 45 minutes to talk obviously we're talking you're asking me really good questions what would i say that's what you're asking me like what would i say if i was in a room full of people and so i do feel like i'm learning i guess Mm -hmm it's a little bit easier to just kind of give like the facts of the story, right? Well, in 2007 to 2008, you know, I have all the dates memorized. Yeah. Um, my brain is like that. I'm really good with that. But, um, well, you know, what about now? And then like, what, what else? Yeah. What and it's fun. It's fun knowing that it's a different conversation that we get to have with my own journey and myself and the people that I'm working with on me. And yeah. then there's a different conversation I have with that one person across the table. And then where are they at that, that level of like, God, what do they need? And asking for that, that curiosity maybe. And then there's the, maybe the smaller like couples or groups. And then there's the bigger stages or the bigger places and the podcast. What's fun is it all requires a different Jared or a different Ethan or different whoever to be 
available for people. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, it's like, in, especially in the last decade, surviving suicide, right? It's like, I've, I always say like, oh, wow, it's changed my outlook on life. And, and even going through the training we just did, I, I was like, man, how many times do we just feel like entitled to having more time, you know, and thinking, oh, I got like 30 years to figure this out. You know, I got 20 years and, you know, not to make things political or anything, but it's like we were like, there's like a war going on, like on the other side of the world. <laughs> like, How do we just like we feel pretty disconnected from that because it's not really, you know, here. Right. And it's like, there's no guarantee that I'm going to be alive. Only God knows. Right. And so I got to do the best I can every day, like with what I have, you know, and um, kind of like that YOLO only live once, but like no regrets. And I do think, you know, I do see Jesus, in the time that he was doing ministry, I mean, we don't know a lot about the 30 years before, right? We got like mm -hmm. snippets of that. But man, I, I imagine those three and a half years, just that guy was going at a real serious pace, you know, yeah. of like I only got a window of time to do as much. And, and we, there's a lot we don't know. We do see Jesus doing the like, hey, I need to go spend time with God in the mountain. You guys, I don't know, build the fire and talk to yourselves. You know, I'm going to go do my thing. And we can mm -hmm. translate that as like, oh, that's rest. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's having a day off. <laughs> but I don't really see a whole lot of um, not to use it as a reason to just be like busy all the time, because that 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 can be deceptive, too. But I, I see Jesus going at this like real intense pace, mm -hmm. of, like that guy was alive, man. And he's like, I only got a short amount of time to say and do and train and teach and heal and go to this place, go to that place. And, um, and I see, I think the early church like that too, like the, the acts and, and guys like Paul, I, I don't mm -hmm. think Paul was a lazy guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, not, not to make it about scripture all the time, but I'm just saying I, even in the, yeah. I see these people just going for it, man. And I yeah. think what you're trying to do with coaching, I mean, I don't even know you that well, but a little one hour thing was awesome. I'm like, yeah, for this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank and, you. Yeah. 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 And I think that like that, what, what I'm hearing you say too, is like, man, we matter. And, yeah. and, and, and we, we get to show up each day and breathe air. And like, uh, we, we can, we can, add value we can be like uh, it, it's like there's there's a certain level of like okay well there is maybe some urgency i get to live but i like I, how do i show up each day and make each day matter and like knowing that i get to be here in this beautiful world and show up and like what what is my what is my gift that i get to give and i think that finding that gift that you get to give or like what you mean to people and like how you can express that um, you know, and it can be different in different areas. I get to be a husband. I get to be a father. I get to be a friend. I get to be a, a business partner, all these things. It's like, how do I show up purely in that? And like, um, I think that people put a lot of pressure on themselves and that's why there's so much mental 
illness also is like there's a lot of pressure to be somebody especially seeing all the instagram all the other people all these things going on in the world and like this comparison the death of comparison and um i think that just slowing down and being like man i get to show up each day and i get to be like giving the gift of who i i i'm meant to be for this space each day like um yeah it's really good yeah um and and finding peace in that like it doesn't matter what like like there like we get to learn it doesn't matter if there was a flop or an issue and i think that people get right. anxious about thinking about the flops or what could go wrong and it's like no just just you get to you get to learn you get to grow again you get to grow sure. yeah so, i love that yeah it's kind of like um the thing you're saying about showing up you know whatever that somebody said 90 percent of life is showing up or something which is true, right? Because it's like, oh, wow. So it's like if someone said, hey, you know, come wait in line, you know, mm-hmm. and if you mm-hmm. just wait in line for eight hours, mm-hmm. you know, you get like $2,000 or something. There's right? this line. Um, yeah. There's <laughs> this line. line. Oh, yeah, no, there's yeah. a, that's funny. Yeah. I didn't even know. I was saying like this line, this phrase or this quote. Yeah. It's funny that that tied in. But there's this line or this phrase of your um, – your success is directly correlated to your go again rate. What's yeah. your go again rate? I think that actually might have been Gene that said that. But like, what's your go again rate? So it's like I, I'm, I'm pleasantly um, available and enjoying the opportunity to learn from everything, whether it's a flop or a or a great uh, success, and then I get to go again. I get to go again. You get to go again. Yeah. And like, and, and it's like, it's not, it's like, I get to, I don't have to, I just like, Oh, I, I'm finding meaning. I'm, I'm actually enjoying the vision I'm creating as being a father, husband, friend, or a partner or whoever. And I get to see like, like, I think that people uh, are attaching a lot of the way they look or the way that they like, they're protecting their, their, their ego or their insecurities based on like not wanting to be revealed to this world in a certain way. It's like letting that go. And that's where I think surrendering and putting it, we're talking about God. We'll use them in this context too, is putting it on him and like, Hey, just let yeah. me, let me grow. Let me get in there. Um, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It's um, it's it, every, yeah. Every day is a gift. That's it's. it's I, uh, I was going to say, I had this thought a long time ago and I, I, I'm just remembering this now. I, I was like, you know, someone was like, well, why are you where you're at today? I mean, you kind of asked me that at the beginning, or how did I get here? Not why. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, it's like because of me, right? It's because of choices I've made. And then it's also like not because of me, right? Like God is sovereign and in control, works things together for good. Although, you know, sometimes we have like a messy interpretation of what that means, right? Like, yeah. You know, and, and we, you know, not everything happens for a reason, but God does, I think, use everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely a different person because of bipolar than maybe I wouldn't be if I didn't have it. And, and whatever, you get into a lot of unknowns, but um, God does use things. And then, yeah, also having given up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's pride if I say that. And it's like, no, it's true. Because if I'd given up, I wouldn't say yes to being on a podcast talking about my story. Yep. And so sometimes I like still struggle with that where I'm like, nah, people don't need to hear what I had to say, you know, or I don't get anything back from this. Mm-hmm. And then I do if people are, 
willing to give me feedback. Um, not everybody is, and that's fine. But um, anyway, it's like this weird tension of like, that's how life is. It's like, if mm-hmm. I choose to just try as hard as possible, mm-hmm. um, like Batman, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, my favorite line in there was that. But um, if I try as hard as possible, I just, there's, I guess we could say there's a reward for that, but there's just more opportunity mm-hmm. for all these things to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm just going to go show up and talk to people I don't know. And it, I don't care if there's four people in the room. <laughs> yeah. Like, could be four, like, CEOs of, like, huge companies or something that go and, like, yeah. let's get mental health in our business, all because you said yes to four people, you yeah. know? And, and the power so, of the message, like, the power of yeah. the message, like, just and, giving and just it. To be, yeah, just to be willing to mm-hmm. be like, eh, I feel kind of discouraged or I just feel whatever. I'm not, you know, all mm-hmm. that weird false humility stuff of like, nah, it's not important, you know. And yeah. I have to talk to you about that in the coaching thing. Like, you don't want your identity to get wrapped up in your struggle. Um, but, man, there's a lot of power in just like, well, if you want to change, I mean, you do have to start telling the truth. About yeah. Like, you're at right now i mean that's a huge thing i'm just yeah going forward you got to be like this is where i am today it's not what i expected Mm. no one plans for like a mental breakdown to happen you don't oh when i'm 22 almost done with school i'm gonna have a breakdown it's gonna be awesome (laughs) yeah no life just happens and And then you get to you get to adapt according to what life gives you and how you experience life and like yeah. I oh in this season I'm I'm somebody different than this season and they all kind of mold together but I get to grow into whatever God's putting in front of me. Um, we came through the first uh, this this podcast forty one minutes and fifteen seconds flew by, brother. So I know, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, a lot of these go quick. Yeah, yeah. I um, and, yeah. and uh, great questions. Thank you yeah. for thank you for. To hopping on and i'm excited to l- listen to yours more too and to see sure. what thanks what god's got in mind for you and for for me and for everything like just like seeing i i love i love like like tracking people that come on here too or that i meet and just see yeah. where they go and what they create and um and i'm excited to see where yeah. your journey takes you with the with giving back to the people and, and sharing your story um around mental health and the w- world needs it so thank you and um I would love to end it with just like, where can people find you? Tell them a little bit about your podcast and then we'll wrap it up. Awesome. Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm in the process of actually making a website. I do have a pod page website, which is basically just a link to all the episodes. Um, I can give you the link. Uh, you can, if you type in like louder now, Jared deal, it will show up. Okay, so um, I louder about, now, yeah. louder now, Jared Deal is. The yeah, name. that's what. Yeah, I, there's a, a Taking Back Sunday album called Louder Now, so you have to type in like. <laughs> <laughs> um, jam to that I, too. At the big end, band yeah. I loved in high school. They just they named one of their albums that. So um, I do have a blog, JaredDeal.com. It's mostly just like poetry, but yeah, I'm working on getting everything in one place because awesome. so it's not confusing. And then I do have Instagram, Louder Now MH. Um, that's my only Instagram and then Facebook, like Jared deal. Uh, I think I used to have a page where I don't really update anymore, but, um, those are probably the best ways you can email me Jared.deal at Gmail. And, um, 
yeah, the, the podcast is like over 100 episodes now. Um, and yeah, in 2021, I did like a lot of interviews, a lot of guest spots with people. Um, I'm kind of moving towards just doing a little bit more just shorter episodes by myself kind of thing for now. Um, you know what it's like talking to people. You're like, oh, I did, I, I did a lot. I was really surprised how much I did. I wasn't planning on doing like 60 guests, but I did a lot last year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, And I love it. I was really grateful to meet. I mean, if you go on Facebook and you join like podcast groups, there's like thousands of people who <laughs> yeah who yeah. will uh say yes i'll be on your podcast you know or you'll be on mine or whatever so um <laughs> it, it, and then a lot of people awesome. from nami are on it too just friends that i do i like yeah. recruit them i'm like hey we did a presentation together be on the podcast um but yeah those are the main things and hopefully i get that website up uh sometime in the next like month or so is the goal so awesome um, yeah. Awesome. Louder now, folks. And and uh, Mr. Jared Deal, one last thing. We always ask the guests to share a general message, whatever's on your heart for the true you audience, our listeners. So um, you have the floor, brother, whatever is wow. speaking to you. Here it is. Getting paid the big bucks for this. No, I'm kidding. There you go. Yeah. And I would just say wherever you're at, man, woman, teenager, senior citizen, like pastor, leader, um, working at McDonald's or working at Amazon, like just uh, my advice, my message would be just like, don't give up, like dig deeper into yourself. Um, maybe you're feeling, you know, overwhelmed, maybe it's suicidal thoughts. And I think just, I know it's cliche to say, but really don't quit. Like time is on your side, might feel like it's not because you're struggling <laughs> and when you're struggling, you just want it to end and that time feels like a curse, mm -hmm. but uh, time is on your side. Like you, you cannot, you know, stay in the same place forever. And I also would encourage people. I know I've talked about God a lot and I'm trying to convert anybody, but whatever works for you, I mean, use it. I mean, it doesn't have to be yeah. the God of the Bible. I mean, that's what's worked for me. Um, but I think that, uh, find what works for you. Like hope I do think is connected to faith and faith is not like a Christian thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is oh. a, a law of the world of the universe, you know, and yeah. if you can believe in something that's stronger than what you're in. Um, that will pull you through, you know, and I, I know it's sometimes it's like, well, I don't have kids and i don't got this it's like you got people that love you somewhere mm -hmm. man and uh i don't know if what i just said made sense but um it does it does and, and, yeah i love that don't give up and uh yeah. and, and and you're not walking alone um i love it and and thank you so much brother for hopping on and it's been great uh just getting to know you the last you know in this recent season and, and, Thanks, and hearing more about your story and and I'm uh, I'm sure we'll link up very often here. So I'm excited for you. Thank you for joining. Thank you, true audience, for listening. Everyone have a wonderful night. And until next time. Thanks, man. This episode was brought to you by Good Buds Co. Good Buds is a Southeast Minnesota leading cannabis brand that is actively inspiring people to grow their belief in the benefits of the plant while creating a vision for better health, economic change, and community awareness. 
Their scientifically proven products have gotten raving reviews and are an absolute top choice to boost your overall wellness with a natural solution. And as a social business, GoodBuds prides itself in being a give-first company. After all, we could use a good bud. Find them at www.goodbudsmn.com and for a 10% discount on your next purchase, enter in TRUE-U, all lowercase, and enter that in the coupon code space upon checkout. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook by searching GoodBudsMN. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the True You Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Schultz. Until next time, deuces. Deuces.